G'day and welcome to Turning Your Cruising Dreams into Reality Podcasts. I'm Jackie Parry and it's good to have your company. Today I'm going to have a bit of a chat about refined wayfarers. So here I reflect on the cruising lifestyle and what we each consider essential to make liveaboard cruising enjoyable. This episode is brought to you by Pantenius Yacht Insurance. I refuse to go sailing unless I can have a fresh water shower every day. The schoolmistress's voice sent shudders through my bones. Lord knows how a husband deals with this, I thought. But I'm being a bit unfair. We each have our own quirks or thing to make life more enjoyable on board. Don't get me wrong, I would love a fresh water shower every day while at sea, but logistics, unnecessary indulgence and fear of thirst mean those spine-tingling saltwater showers will continue. Not forgetting the whole cup of fresh water to rinse off the salt. When we are out cruising, our at-port shower is a watering can. It holds five litres and with one kettle of hot water makes a fantastic shower in our cockpit. At sea, we use the deck wash pump, which we consider a luxury, not an essential. A bucket of water on a rope was used for the first five years of cruising. The male contingent of our US friends considers two fresh water showers a day via a water maker, a freezer fridge and a radar luxuries. However, he adds they would not leave port without them. The female contingent misses her washer dryer, dishwasher, gym and personalised scooter. However, she did leave port without any of these. It's interesting to note that the schoolmistress in the beginning of this article is American too. Ah, uh, but I jest. You need only to look at the pommies, who of course never wash. So can we find civility? Can the cruising lifestyle be civilised? Yes, is the resounding answer from most of our salty buddies. Well, it's what each of us terms as civilised is where the question becomes a little ticklish. For example, soft fluffy towels and running hot water are the things I miss most within our gypsy lifestyle. The fridge, freezer, water maker and radar you can keep. We just didn't need them and feel mighty smug when plaintive whines of it's not working echoes over the airways. Again, to have these luxuries would be ideal, doubly ideal if they never broke down. Reliance on equipment, shiny stuff and buttons is a fear that was at the forefront of our minds when getting ready for a long voyage. Even though we have backup GPSs, we still carry two sextants. You just never know. Our bilge is crammed full of doodads and thingamajigs for repairs. Carrying spares for everything is impossible, so having weird and wonderful bits that can be cajoled into replacement parts makes us feel a little more relaxed while at sea. It really is horses for courses, 
What one sailor considers a luxury, another wouldn't haul anchor without. Friends of ours cannot believe we survive without a fridge, let alone a freezer. How do you cope? They ask with deeply furrowed brows. Powdered milk, peeling cabbages and learning how to keep fruit and vegetables happy are easy. A cold beer would be nice, but we don't drink on passage. And at Anchor, well, our buddies have a wonderful fridge-freezer unit to cool our beers. On two occasions, within eight years living on board, we wished we'd had a radar. That was in thick fog and exceedingly scary. Our cruising friends who do not know life without one are astounded that we still have no radar. Radars are not infallible and you cannot beat a good set of eyes. And as for avoiding squalls, mm, don't make me laugh, in the South China Sea, cruising buddies twisted and turned and tried to avoid approaching squalls they could see on their radar while we ploughed straight through them. We took two days less to do the 800-mile trip and they still got hit by those squalls. So what is refined roaming? For us, it's a good book, the odd movie, and cheap but drinkable wine. Mostly, though, it is the clean air, 360-degree views, kindred spirits for neighbours, comfortable cushions, moving by Mother Nature's hand, and a life that is the closest thing we have found to freedom. Brewed coffee, a stereo and a TV are our luxuries. A borrowed DVD is a great way to forget your worries and indulge in some unbelievable Hollywood hype. We no longer consider a laptop a luxury. I sometimes earn pocket money hitting the keys in an interesting order and navigation is backed up with electronic charts. It also receives our weather faxes via the SSB, so becoming an integral part of cruising I could always make a good case for the stereos being essential. My husband certainly does, as good music can lift a dark mood from my shoulders as quick as a flash of lightning. Our current watery neighbours, Australians, mention candelabras. Well, why not? Life may be simple, but why not jazz it up a little with some elegance? Our American friends noted that they missed their place in a community that was developed over 25 years of working and living. This is something that can only happen with time and they say we can never go back. From here on we will be breaking new ground one way or another until the end. It's an interesting point. It is hard entrenching yourself back into society after years away. Noel and I are trying it now. Frustrations, enormous expense and technology confound us on a daily basis. The fact that our conversation is limited to boats is noticeable, but people talk about boats. Stretching our conversation to dinner tonight, community gossip and even news, it's great to avoid the unchanging news while at sea, is starting to happen. But we really aren't fascinating people to be with, Unless, of course, you want to talk about boats. And then, probably, fascinating is debatable. So, how can life be civilised when you wake up at 2am to sit in a dark cockpit in the middle of nowhere and stare at the horizon for hours on end? 
I'm bored, Mariah too. I do the graveyard shift. Noel will wake me and give me a cup of tea as soon as I'm dressed and seated in the cockpit. Simple things like wearing comfortable, warm clothes make life a little better. A good book, a light that is not intrusive to night vision and a comfy seat are paramount. Easy access to snacks and music also helps the shift roll along smoother. A New Zealand couple highlights that the lifestyle is a luxury in itself. Compared to living in this fast-paced consumer-based society, just living and being away on the boat are total luxury. They are right. However, as I write, we are all sitting in comfy harbours or houses, waiting out the cyclone season and have forgotten the washing machine swells, seasickness and fear that the powerful ocean creates. Still, we digress. The New Zealanders continue that on board they consider luxuries as Aries wind vane steering gear, a wonderful GPS and being able to lie back and put our feet up on the walls. Judy goes on to say, I've noticed people look at me funny when I do this at home. We may not have the refinement of fine arts, but what we have is so much better. In a remote anchorage, with a welcoming beach and shady palms, where do we get our culture from? Well, these can be the best spots. Good anchorages will fill by the end of the day with Americans, Turks, Canadians, Dutch and Kiwis. A potluck will be organised. We all take enough food for everyone on board our boat only. Putting the different dishes together, the feast becomes a banquet. Not only sharing the food, but stories, cultural differences and many laughs. Tell me, where else would this happen? So, keep your latest movie. We'll see it sometime, as we will the latest plays. Keep your petty gossip and the strains of land life. You can also keep your bureaucracy and those little bit of paper with large numbers shoved through the mailbox. And missing the latest TV shows? Well, that's a bonus, surely. Satisfaction with life and contentedness is what we all crave. Moulding our lives to the natural world, catching fish and bathing in the sea is the life. Gadgets and electric toilets are very nice, but do we really need them? After all, at some point, they will all get covered in a fine layer of salt and promptly stop functioning. As I probe further into our salty cruising buddies' minds, it seems the simple things in life are important. Adjustments to the basics have the potential to flip the cruise to a more comfortable status. The fact that cruising folk folk are kindred spirits makes the life civilised. At Christmas, we all have tales of getting together with other boaties, usually in beautiful surrounds, no family to tie up in knots, no presents to buy and a hearty meal that everyone has contributed to. So why load up your boat with air conditioners, electronics and the latest communications? If you can afford all this, why not just catch a plane, stay in a hotel and visit the place you want to get to? To me, this lifestyle is about embracing simplicity. Lack of destructive world news, 
phones and TV is refreshing. The deluge of information after returning back to land is hideous and unwanted. Returning to Australia, cultural events mean stacks of money, stiff, uncomfortable clothing. Why can't I wear my thongs? And stuffy people. Moreover, we miss all our cruising buddies. Simplicity is the reward of the cruising lifestyle. The brilliant sunset, good friends, exciting book swaps and thrilling adventures. Those unique get-togethers of worldwide travellers, playing instruments and singing. Those invites from total strangers in a new country to have a peek into their world. Where else can you cram in this much civility? I do hope you enjoyed that look back on Mariah 2. That's some 20 years ago now. And I will admit on our next boat we had radar and thoroughly enjoyed it. We had a very simple boat on Mariah. We had one operational sink and three seacocks. And if I was honest, that would be the boat I'd go back to. It was a very simple lifestyle. And our diet was wonderful because we didn't have a fridge. That said now, gadgets are a great thing if they're backed up. For example, electronic charts backed up with paper charts. And of course now we have AIS and digital select calling and all those yummy things. And they are great as long as we ourselves have the skills to use them correctly. We understand how they work and we have good backup systems. So while life for me now is a bit different, I'm sort of on my own uh, adventure that's so similar to being on a boat. We're not connected to power. We, we make our own power and we make our own water or we collect our own water. And we're living a remote lifestyle on land when we get out on the water periodically. So for me, I found the middle ground, which I love. And I loved our time when it was so simple on the water. So however you choose to do it, I do hope you do it safely and just enjoy everything it brings. And remember, when you suffer those troughs, the peaks that follow are even better. I really hope you've enjoyed that. And if you'd like to read it, it'll be on Sistership Training website. Just click on Media and there's lots of other things there to read and listen to. In the meantime, I wish you safe sailing.